me, that's a, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't care. It's a, it's a coward move. You can't disagree with somebody and not come and prove your point. Yes. We were asking the real questions. Hey, we're going to have a push-up battle, but I said, no, I just no. did arms today. You know, Anthony walks in sometimes, and he looks, at me, he looks at me like as if he's better than me. Don't be a douchebag. Yeah. Nobody, be humble. Nobody likes a douchebag. <laughs> All right, all right, let's discuss it then. Discuss Welcome it, to another episode it. of Let's Discuss It Podcast. I'm sitting here with my brother, Ant. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. You still getting over all that sickness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was sick. Oh, my God. When was it? Like a week and a half. I was so sick because everyone around me was getting sick, and I just knew I really thought I beat it. Like, I really thought I beat it. And then three days later, after everyone was done getting sick, dude, I was sick as it a It waited dog. for you. The sickness waited for you. But you know what it was, though? You know what it was? I work outside, and then I work around people who are sick, and then I'm around my kids who get sick because they're around other kids. So it's like it was almost inevitable. So I'm almost like waiting and like waiting in line for my turn to get sick. <laughs> you, you, you need to be like the bubble boy, dude. <laughs> just and just be just get in the bubble. Can't even do nothing. So dude, you know what it is though. Like when I get sick, and and it's very true what they say about people, especially men. When men get a sinus infection, you would think that they're dying on their deathbed. You know, you think they got cancer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The way they're just sitting there, help me. I felt horrible. My wife was making fun of me. She's like, I get shots all the time. I was like, well, still. She gets shots all the time? Well, she got she gets shots for uh, three months and stuff like that for birth control. Oh, okay. So she's used to the shots and stuff. So when you call me the other day because you got the cocktail shot, oh, you were they a about it. Man. This is my first time ever having it. I'm going to explain. Oh, it, it was for, awful. So I never go to the doctor for my sinus infection. I just take care of everything. Mucinex, you know, mm-hmm. Nyquil, you know, over the counter yeah, products. Exactly. So when I went, they're like, "What do you want?" I say, "You know, give me the shot." Came in with two shots, one on each hip. When I tell you it burned, it burned. As soon as, <laughs> as, soon as as soon as they did, she's like, you ready? I'm like, yeah. And then as soon as she put it in, I was like, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> but I'll tell you, the next day I felt good. It's just. It do that 24 <clears> hours. <throat> it's like that cocktail shot clears up all your information. It's a steroid and it's something else. Like, it's like a whole bunch of them all in one, right? Yeah. Because it just attacks everything. Yeah. Oh, man. What a long week this has been for me. Like, seriously, work-wise, home-wise, weather, um, you know, family, you know, we're getting, you know. As far as, like, everything that's just, like, day-to-day basis just getting, like, last week was just, I mean, this week was such a long week, you know? It drags on. You know, we had this thing. It was kind of funny. Because, you know, me and Misty have been together for two years, right? And we, she had the, and I ain't say we, she had the bright idea to start sharing location <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> when you're dealing with someone like me who's extremely insecure about, um, about you know whether I'm being lied to and stuff like that. The worst thing you can do is give somebody like that uh, access to your location because I mean we didn't do that. I mean you know we do Life 360. Right? Yeah. I mean, the family. Did. But do I ever? Do I have mine on? I think you deleted your. <laughs> I, did. I, th- I think somebody called you out one day. Like why are you I think here? It was, no, it was mom. Uh, they're like, why are you here? You're like, nope. <laughs> yeah, they were like, mom called me and I was visiting Daniel in Bells and mom called me. She said. uh what are you What are you doing in bells? I said, No, nah, that's it. I'm done. It, I'm taking it off. And it, it, it's like a uh, It's like a big brother for real because it tells you when you're if you're driving down the highway, it tells you how fast you're going. It tells you every time you braked hard. Like it's it's like legit. Like all knows your personal stuff. Like for real. Right. Well, I mean, to me, I don't listen. I don't do anything but really work. I mean, I can see the benefits of Life 360, and I can see the cons to Life 360. Like. One, I don't like just, I mean, that's kind of an invasion of privacy a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But uh, as far as, 
knowing where someone's at, like Jeff, you know, Jeff, Jeremy's dad, you know, one of their uh, coworkers passed yeah. away on, on the job yeah. and no one could find him. But mm-hmm. luckily he had Life 360 on and they were able to find out where he had had that car wreck, yeah. or, you know, had the heart attack and had a car wreck. And so maybe there is some good in it, you know, as far as like kind of keeping, you know, touch with everybody. Yeah. And, you know, the way we are with uh, when we go to family gatherings and we're asking everybody where they're at because they're <laughs> not showing up on time. And we're like, okay, we're going to see if you're going to lie to us. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to see that. It, it's basically like Find My iPhone is just not that in-depth because Find My iPhone just gives you the just gives you where they're at. It don't give you, like, how, how fast, fast they're going. going. They, like, you're, you actually, if you can zoom in, you can see them moving on, like, 360. And it, when they're moving, is it like, does it have those three little dots when yes. they're moving? Okay, yes. see, see, I can see the benefit of it. And I can see the humor in it when it comes to people always being late and trying to find out they're really as close as they say they are. And I get that. But I don't like it because I don't believe, like, you shall know wherever. I mean, you'll become a – and that's what I was telling Misty. I said, you know, she was telling me – and I, she was telling me that um, she was went to she went to go eat lunch with her friends, you know, in school because, you know, she started school in Covington. And um, she went to go eat lunch with her friends. And I – I forgot. I mean, I was at work, and I, I she had texted me, and I and I texted her back, and I got and I got busy. So I was like, she's probably in class, so I should check if she's in class. <laughs> <laughs> and I got on there, and she was at a barbecue place, but it looked like it was in the like she was in the parking lot instead of the actual restaurant, right? And I was like, I didn't say nothing because I don't like to get ahead of myself. So I just you You've know been, later, uh, later on that night I was like, hey, you know the reason I asked you is because I you know it looked like you were in the parking lot and you didn't text me back when I thought you would and yeah. I, I got on there to see where you were at and you weren't in school. I think and, you've been uh, watching too much of you. <laughs> I, I think all you need to get is a hat and a jacket oh and and just and just be behind a pole or something. No, no, he he like, is very nonchalant. He's that don't even get me started on that show. That's such a good show. Look, that though. show. I don't. I have never seen an episode, but I know what it's about. You know that you ever see that where people just talk about it. But you're not experiencing what he's experiencing. That show gives you in depth on what the mind of someone who goes through that does. You know, because the obsessive personality is a real thing. Yeah, you you can become very obsessive, and if you're given the tools and almost like the programs to almost fuel your obsession, it makes you crazy. And that's what I was trying to tell her. And she was like, because you know, she called me the other day and. My phone has been doing this really weird thing where when I'm talking to somebody, it's it hangs up on them. Mama can tell you. Misty can tell you. You know, everyone that talks to me on the phone usually can tell you. <clears throat> I'll be in the middle of a conversation, and my phone would just hang up on them. It ain't my AirPods. It ain't. AT&T. It just says, it just says <laughs> shut up. It just says, call failed. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just like, this, you know, this phone is new, and I don't understand why it's doing this, yada, yada. And so it, my phone died, but it takes, like, it loses all internet. Like, no reception, no bars, no nothing. And so I was driving to go do something, and my phone did that in the middle of mine and her conversation. And she got on, she got on uh, the location thing to see where I was at, and realized trying that, to ghost. Well, yeah, that it went ghost. <laughs> and we sat down last night and we talked about it. We're like, you know what? We should just turn that off because it's done nothing but made us crazy. Yeah. You know, because you know when you're dealing with somebody who is a you know because I you know I'm I'm insecure when it comes to certain things. And I feel like when you have those kind of tools to be be so um, not connected, no. When you have the tools to watch someone's every move, kind of like how Life Three Sixty is, it's a little invasive, and I don't like it because I never had to do that before. But when you 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 can't, 
I mean, whoever can do that, can God bless you. But me myself, I personally can't because I know my personality. I will, I will get obsessed with it. Like, and oh, also, it also <laughs> if you look on that app, it, it if you click on the person, it'll literally tell you everywhere they've been, <laughs> like the way know. they drive. Like really? you, you can tell if you go online that I drive every single day from Dysburg to Brownsville because that's it where tells I work. You the time. It tells you the time. <clears throat> so, I'm sorry. I'm trying to clear my throat. I feel like I'm never going to get over this thing. So, you know, I was talking about it last night. I'm like, you know, that's kind of crazy because I see people who find the benefits of it. And it, it, it should benefit me, you know, because all I do is go to work and come yeah. home, right? It should benefit Misty because all she does is go to work, go to school, come home. You know, it, should, it shouldn't it should be a big deal. Mm-hmm. But it's it's weird, and I don't understand why it's bothering me so much to – to not accept uh, an app like Life360 and, fi- and, and find my phone or find my friends, whatever the app is, to find it. Um, it is a little bit on, on the uh, – on, and it's – I mean, what? You consider it stalking, right? I mean, yeah. It's kind of like mean, openly stalking the money. Yeah, I guess you could say like that. And it's it's mainly family, though. So, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, you're not going to have nobody on there that you don't want to see. But you're right. It, it, it is stalking to a degree. But I mean, what are you not being stalked? I mean, I'm pretty sure if you open your laptop, somebody's looking at you through your camera. That's well, I, that's the theory. I, that's going I'm pretty around. sure if you look on your phone, the camera might. You know, like there's a lot of things that going on that you could be yeah. still watch. I mean, this camera's on every street. Corner street you know, mm-hmm. so I mean, you're being watched regardless. It's just how you want to be watched. So, do you and your wife have that? What Life 360? No, find my iPhone or find my locations or whatever. Uh, I don't know if I'm on find my iPhone, but I know we both are on Life 360. Yeah, I we're remember you added thing. her. What right after you got married? <clears throat> yeah, we're we're both on it, and it'll tell you sometimes. You know, if it's raining or something, I want, and you, she don't like to be talking on the phone, so I make sure she's okay at times like that. So, but it don't go to extent to where. Well, where's she at? <laughs> she's <Yeah>. five <laughs> minutes. Late. She's five minutes late from the house. She's supposed to be here at three forty. What are you doing? <laughs> But so like that, and we, you know, and in regards to that, if you since you talked about the the you movie, you ever wonder like, and I'm speaking openly here. You don't have to answer if you don't want to, but you can just say next question. But do you ever feel like you ever get worried about the people that your wife works with? Like, like I know Misty works in the hospital, right? And she's gonna be around a lot of people. Does it does it like ever bother me? No, but it's not her. I don't trust. It's people. You mean as in like what girls or boys or just boys in general? Like well, you know, guys around your wife. Like do not you ever, really, because you know she works in the, in that service. Yeah, that type of service. Do you ever feel like you ever? Because you know, at a at a younger age, like we all used to think that you know, oh, we're gonna go up there and meet somebody and they're cute and all that. But do you ever never just had insecurities like that? No, I mean when we first got together, probably. You know, um, but when we got married, it just changed. Well, even when we got engaged, it changed. I mean, I it's. It's not my job to worry about what she's doing. It's my job to trust her. Yeah. And uh, she has never given me a reason not to trust her and vice versa. I've never given her a reason not to trust uh, me. Uh, but no, I mean, like her rings on her finger. <laughs> I mean, people can see it, you know, it, I mean, but she hey, doesn't some even people don't care, dude. That is true. Some people. Do that not is give true. Crap. You know, um, as far as the married life, like how's that going? Because I know you recently got it's married, great. and like you know, a lot of you know, we posted that on our uh, on our Facebook page, and a lot of people were receptive to how you know your wedding yes. pictures and stuff. And it was a beautiful wedding, you know. It was it was an amazing you know reception. It was a good service. Yeah. I mean, Jordan looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, you were up there, and like you really like like the look in your face when you saw Jordan walk down the aisle was just something I've never seen yeah. before. So like, how's the married life for it's you? It's great. It's 
being who I was back then, I never thought I would be married. Mm-hmm. And when I met Jordan, it changed. I told her, and I tell her to this day, when I saw her, I originally saw her on a Saturday night, but I really, and I really seen her on a Sunday. I told her, I said, uh, I thought to myself, I want to be with her. Mm-hmm. How long? I don't know. But then when we started dating each other, I was like, I want to be with her forever. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's great. Every day is a blessing. We mm-hmm. get to lay down next to each other. We get to spend time with each other, whether it's just watching TV, whether it's just going to the gym. I mean, we're trying to fix up the house, so that's the only yeah. stress we have pretty much or like a long day of work. But, I mean, it's great. I mean, we, we're excited, and we just can't wait till what happens in the future. So, what, well, how about Trey? How's he? You know, oh, he loves Jordan. Thing? And Jordan loves Trey. I mean, has it changed any since you like since the beginning? And I don't like, think does so. He, does he open up to her? Oh a lot? yeah, yeah. He at first he was probably a little, you know, kind of steadfast, you know, kind of like. But now he hugs her every single day that he's with us. He kisses her. Always asking me when I pick him up on Tuesdays, like, "Where's Jordan?" I'm like, "Well, she's working tonight," you know. Mm-hmm. So, but he's really grown fond of her, and that's something that just I'm happy to see. So as far as like, you know, with you being married and, you know, with the when we were talking about the whole, you know, Life 360 and Find My Friends, do you feel like in your marriage that you could have something like that and it wouldn't affect yours? Like, do you feel like there would ever become a time where you feel like that's a little invasive sometimes? Like, do you, do you care at all that she sees where you go? No, definitely okay. not. I mean, I never hide anything. I'm always open with her by anything. Um, and like I said, I don't I don't go anywhere I'm not supposed to. So yeah. I know for, you know, if she wants to just go and check where I've been, it's going to show I'll go to work every single day and come home or go to Newburn and pick up Trey. So, um, no, it's never going to it's never going to get to a point to where I'm like, well, maybe I'm going to cut this off because yeah. I'm doing something shady. It'll never get to that point. Right. Though. What's going to come first, a dog or a child? <laughs> that is a that's a question for her uh i want a dog but our schedules right now will hardly ever home as it is um we do want to uh start trying in a couple years hopefully get a bigger house um i wouldn't mind a dog because it's you know but whatever comes first what kind are you looking at <laughs> i want a big dog she doesn't like a big tall dog no i mean like what uh what, what your dog is but that's not a big dog. But like, I wouldn't mind a big dog, but she said if we get a big dog, it's not going to be in the house. I'm like, it's going to be in the house. Yeah, you dog. you can't have an animal and have it outside. That would make no sense. Well, imagine how we grew up, though. That's why I don't want – we had dogs that were outside at some times, and, you know, and they got cold. But there was times where mom and dad, like – made like uh dog Shelter. houses and dog put houses. Uh, heater lamps or what was that what heat they were lamps, called yeah, heat yeah. lamps and warmed them up but still like they were not it wasn't like a carport to a house it was literally yeah. just outside to where and you know looking back at it now i know mom and dad tried their best to, to house those dogs yeah and they would never they the one of our dogs kept having litters upon <laughs> litters and they would not ever get rid of them no. they would keep every one of them yeah. at one point we had 10 dogs how they managed to feed those 10 dogs is beyond me I mean, but they were always outside. Yeah. And if the dogs got loose, they were always at the front door, you know. That's true. But I think if you have an animal, like, I don't think you should keep it outside. No. You know, there's no reason for that. If you can't have an in- inside animal, then don't have it. What's your opinion on, you know, we were sitting here talking, and I and I remember posting something. So Natasha thinks you should adopt, not shop. What do you think? 
In your honest opinion. I believe it's your per, uh, personal preference. Um, mm. Either way, I mean, they say adopt, but you're going to pay for something yeah. uh, regardless of what it is. It just depends on if you want a dog because most of the shelter dogs are big and <coughs> they're neglected. So yeah. if you've got a soft spot for taking in these dogs that you've never raised, then that you know that's fine. Mm-hmm. But some do want to get buy a dog from a specific breed mm-hmm. and raise them. Yeah. And I think they should do that too. I don't think it should be scrutinized by what you do, though. I think I, th- I mean there's benefits to adopt to sh- to adopt non shop. I mean I yes. see why because the you know the 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 dog um, pounds and stuff is overrun by dogs yeah. that have been overbred. Um, you know, not taken care of, neglected, malnourished, and all yeah, that kind of thing. I get that. I understand. But if I, there's nothing wrong with wanting a specific dog. No. Just like when you want a specific car, what do you do? You work hard. You look. You shop for it. Yeah. You look at it. Brand. Decide, what kind of brand do you want? What kind of what brand kind, you yeah. want? Whatever. And you realize that this is what I'm going to work for. Yeah. When I when I think of a dog, I think of a companion, a family companion. Yeah. Like when you get a dog, you want to know like you're gonna do research. Like, okay, what is the medical history on the dog? Yeah. You know, is it a temperamental dog? Is how big would it get? Like, it's almost like research, like you car shop. And then, and most of those <laughs> dogs, you know, they have maybe the heartworm negative and stuff yeah. like that. And a lot yep. of people don't have patience for that kind of thing, to be right. honest, or ha- want to have to spend more than what they thought they were. So that does play an effect too. Um. Uh, so it just it's your preference. To me, I don't see anything wrong with it. If you want a specific dog, you're allowed to have it. Yeah. Um, understand what you're getting. Yeah. You know, I understand. You know, people who have Great Danes, okay, beautiful animals, <laughs> gorgeous animals, big animals. Yeah. Understand what you're getting. You're yeah. getting a dog who's gonna have leg problems, mm-hmm. muscle problems, odor. We you know when they get older, it's gonna be harder on them because their legs are not meant to be like that. Okay, you know, like me, like when I went and got my dog, the guy who got, you know, you know, Dakota, when he, you know, was doing research on my dog, like he actually had medical history, you know, reports. He actually looked into the animals that he was, you know, putting together. And he was like he was so research available for the rest, like for for everything that he was looking into, that he was isolating to get rid of certain problems. Like if a dog had a certain respiratory issue and then this one didn't, but this one had a strong, you know, uh, respiratory system. And like he would put them, I mean, it's just like you're isolating, you're kind of like weeding out the issues Mm -hmm. with the animals as you, you know, continue to breed. But I mean, my opinion, no, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with buying a dog you want from a breeder, but I also don't see anything wrong with, adopting if you want it some people want a full-grown dog some people don't have the patience to raise a dog i want to raise a dog from a puppy from the moment it was born yeah to the moment it goes i want to raise that dog because that dog will become a part of me and a part of my family because it will learn our mannerisms it will learn our voices they will learn to protect us you know yeah um that's my opinion you know some people think differently natasha is really bent on like Always adopted, and I get it because she takes she, in a lot of animals. Well, she's every dog she's had, I think, has it's, been it's adopted. A, yeah, and I couldn't even see like thinking of Natasha and Jeremy now. You can't even see them without them dogs. Like, <laughs> like if you think about them, you think about Maggie, you think about Izzy, you think about Bella, um, who Bella, Bella, um, who's the other little one, Lucy, L- Lucy. And so when you think about them, you think about their dogs because they're a big part of their lives. I mean, they take. Know? 
Christmas pictures together and stuff. Yeah. So like, it's important to them. Yeah, like, they, you know, but they were okay with getting bigger exactly. dogs. It's it's, it's it's your preference, like I said. It, it ultimately is gonna you're gonna be the one that's r- raising them and taking care of them. So, I mean, if you want to buy one that's six hundred dollars, or if you want to buy you know a shelter dog that's probably like a hundred dollars. I mean, it's whatever you want. What did spend. it cost you to get? Um, uh, I think I spent two fifty on um, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got her at the pet shop in Dyesburg, Tennessee. Um, and she was heartworm negative, if I'm not mistaken. So on top of having to get her yearly stuff, every month I had to pay like fifty dollars, mm-hmm. fifty, sixty dollars extra to get her medicine mm-hmm. every month. Mm-hmm. Uh so I mean you still spent money, but like she was already a bigger dog too, you yeah. know, used for breeding. And so she was a be- she's a beautiful yes. dog. And she's older, so like she <coughs> didn't really give me trouble, but like that's a rare kind of thing. When you get these bigger dogs in shelters, they're like they could have came from abusive homes. They could have been like to where they're not wanting to, to where they have aggressive, you know, so, tendencies and stuff. Yeah, there. so it just depends. Well, st- you know, speaking on when I think of dogs and adopting and everything, I think of like the man that abused animals, which was Michael Vick. And then when I think of Michael Vick, I think of the Aaron Hernandez yeah. documentary. Did you watch that? I did. I have not watched it yet. <laughs> so if you can just like fill me in on what what that was about, Aaron Hernandez was a tight end for the Patriots um, a couple years back. And uh, so in 2012, if I believe, he was involved in a murder of this guy. And then a year later, he was also involved in a double murder. Mm. So what stemmed from that was like, nobody thought it was him. And he had a rough childhood. Like his dad was like, what they said in the documentary was like a man's man. Like, like if you, uh, if you were like saying you wanted to be, cause Aaron Hernandez, they pointed to where he wanted to be a cheerleader because mm-hmm. his cousins were cheerleaders. And, I mean, nowadays, that's there's, you know, there's male cheerleaders that get scholarships and stuff. But back then, like, they said that his dad would have slapped that out of him, mm-hmm. like, for real. And um, his parents was always fighting, and <clears throat> there was abuse and, you know, just so much stuff going through his childhood. And then when he went to Florida um, – there was also some stuff that where he got into like it's just like he had aggressiveness all the time, and well, he was convicted of um, the first murder of uh, Odin Lloyd. If I'm yeah, if I'm saying it right, yeah. And um, he literally was the crime scene was a mile away from his house, and what they said was execution style. Everything pointed to him, <clears throat> and um, so he they're they're saying that he actually did it. They they had. They they had his sh- footprints. Uh, I think they said he had a specific Air Jordan Retro 11s. Mm-hmm. And, like, they had the box and everything. They had a shell casing in the car that he rented. The car was under his name that was rented. And, like, in his in his surveillance cam- camera in his house, like, it was actually him holding a gun. Is that the one where his girlfriend said that that wasn't? Yes. She didn't know what he, what yes. he had? And then when you when you look further, I mean, this text messages is like he look behind a computer screen or the um, surround thing, whatever it was, and like you could see her on the outside was carrying like garbage, but you could tell it was a gun safe in there because you know what a gun safe looks yeah. like, yeah, square and everything, and she sweared up and down it wasn't a gun that she couldn't make it out, but obviously you can tell it was a gun, and that was why he was alive, right during during the trial, or was that after? That was um, 
Because I haven't seen it yet, so I'm trying to. <clears throat> well, he was on trial for that, and so he he got, so he got convicted of that one, mm. like convicted. And then when he was in jail, he got convicted of a double murder where two guys got shot up on at a stoplight. Mm. They shot up in the thing, and uh, he was acquitted of that one though. Um, because they couldn't point out to the shooter was, and the guy who was testifying him, testifying against him was his friend, but he wasn't a reliable witness because he's had a drugs um, kind of background with the police, so they didn't find mm-hmm. him credible. But it all pointed back to where, like nobody knew who he was. They some say he had a gay lover, yeah, you know, I like some say that. that he was in high school, and that his, you know, sexual preference or whatever was why he wanted to act tough all the time mm-hmm. and he was paranoid he thought everybody was out to get him you know everything like well that. there was a picture leaked of him like holding a gun up with his you know taking a picture on an old iphone like the old three three gs iphone and he had a picture of like him holding up a gun in the mirror in the bathroom like, i don't just kind of holding it right beside <laughs> him you know what i'm saying um <clears throat> do you think do you think he killed himself, or do you think it was kind of like the Epstein thing? Like, no, I don't think Epstein killed himself, but do you think Aaron Hernandez did? I believe, um, I believe he did. I believe that, um, but see, that's the thing. Like, when you when you watch a documentary, like hours before he's supposed to be, he hung himself. Mm-hmm. He was talking to his lawyer about getting acquitted. You know, doing an appeal for the first trial because he already beat the second one. He talked to his fiance. But they they all said in the documentary that he was happy, nothing was wrong. But yet, um, he commits suicide at four in the morning. He put shampoo all over the ground so his feet can slip. You know, he put John three sixteen on his forehead, and like he wrote three suicide letters. Um, and on one of them, he told his fiance like, "You're rich," because you know he signed a four year, fifty million dollar deal, forty million dollar deal with mm-hmm. the Patriots, not too long before that. And she's entitled to that at the time. Ah, and that's time. the thing. I don't think they'll ever. I don't they think they'll don't ever see that money. Of that, yeah. Uh, supposedly, if you kill yourself while you're on trial, like you, you're you're not convicted of murder. You're acquitted, and like the charges are dropped. So, well, did you watch the Surviving R. Kelly series? No, I, that's one I'm gonna have to stay away from. Well, you know, no, man, it's not. I, I mean, I, it's I, it's bad. My Listen. wife's seen it, and she does not like anything. I played. I once played Bump and Grind, and she said, "You gotta turn this off." I did, I can't. Oh, she muting R. Kelly. Yeah, like. <laughs> Listen, <clears throat> what he did was completely unacceptable. It's inhumane. If because everything is allegedly because these are people who are, you know, um, testifying about this. I mean, he hasn't been been brought to trial for any of that. He did back in the day, but he got acquitted on it because the witnesses didn't show up. Yeah. They're saying that he paid him off, you know, and um, this new trial he's in now where he's got like 10 counts of like all these, you know, child pornography and all this stuff going on. Like to me, when I see this documentary and how heinous these things are that he was doing and what he was doing, the detail in every, story that each one of the uh, survivors talked about was so disturbing that you can't make that up. Like you have to be disturbed to make up something that disturbing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I haven't got, I've gotten to watch up to episode two on um, the, you know, surviving R Kelly, the reckoning series, you mm-hmm. know, the new one. 
And I've gotten to episode two because uh, Lifetime only lets you watch one <laughs> if you're not signed in. <laughs> <laughs> so I was able to watch the first one uh, on YouTube, and then I got to watch the second one on the uh, web, like the Lifetime website. But you have to have like a sign in and everything. But um, you know, with all these documentaries coming out, and everybody, you know, with Bill Cosby going to jail, yeah. and then Epstein went to jail for all his, you know, um, sex trafficking rings. And you got all this stuff going on. And then he ended up killing himself. And, you know, with just all this stuff coming out, everything's coming out so much in the past year. Like, it's ridiculous. It, like, when you hear about news, it's hard to think that a lot of it isn't true because of everything else coming out has been true so far, yeah. you know? And I think this is like 2019 was like the year of exposing. Like, everybody, I mean, think well, of even, actors. You never thought that. Even act- before that, though, you know, you had the Me Too movement mm-hmm. of, I think Kevin Spacey was one of them. Um, the guy who played um, Hyde and and that seventy show in the mm-hmm. ranch uh, as Ashton Kutcher's brother in that TV show, like Cuba he, Gooding he, Jr. Yeah, like I mean, think of all these amazing actors that got you know got you know taken off you know big movies, big shows. You know, right now Netflix being on a Netflix show is a big deal. Yeah, you know, and to 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 be taken off of that for allegations is ridiculous. I mean, you can't tell me ten years ago or even fifteen years ago when I used to watch um, the Negotiator on VHS with him and Samuel yeah. Jackson that that dude is the guy that grabs some little dude's ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I don't see. You can't tell me that Kevin Spacey was that guy. Yeah, you know, you could. You, there was nothing you could say to make me convince. You know, to convince me of that. And um, you know, it's just I think everything is is kind of. You know, everybody who's anybody who's on a war path. It's know. bringing it's bringing everything to light that yeah. was in the darkness. Everything's I'll tell you coming that. Light. So if you have a past, I bet you a lot of those are, those people are there they're trying to bury it. But, yeah. but I mean, other than that, you know, with the documentaries coming out, I think those are awesome. I'm, I love seeing, you know, all the um, Holocaust documentaries that are coming yeah. out because like there's so much information out there that's being put out there now. Like it's ridiculous. Like, the, like there's a thing called uh i think it's called it's, it's some show on netflix that shows you behind the scenes of your favorite movies and you can like it's just like the stuff that went behind like mm. a lot of these famous movies that you never would have thought it you know yeah. all you know is just the movie like home alone was one of them yeah um I, I forgot the other two movies that they had on there but man you just think about the things that they you know went through behind the scenes with actors and yeah. it's just like like i said 2019 and 2020 is like the year of exposing yeah you know? so and um you know just a lot of information out there I, I you know i implore anybody to go you know listen to you know, listen to podcasts, informative podcasts, you know, Joe Rogan's podcast is great. You know, watch a lot of good, you know, documentaries on Netflix, Hulu and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because you never would have learned about the Hernandez no. story. Because like back then when the OJ Simpson trial was going on, can you imagine that being documented? And nowadays? I remember, I remember it happened because when he got arrested was when I graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. And I would say this documentary, you, it makes you think like, he has so much going for him, and you know, obviously, when people are gonna see this, you know, it's gonna describe him more than what I did. But like CTE played a fact, like a factor into where his brain is, like to mm-hmm. where he acted that way. But it's a great documentary. I loved it. It's um three hours if you watch it back to back, three hours and something. But so it, three episodes, right? Yeah, three episodes, like a mini series kind of thing. Well, I, I really think you should watch the R. Kelly. The one, the, <laughs> the Surviving R. Kelly is on Netflix now. I think you should watch it. Five episodes, an hour each. Once you start, you won't stop. Because this is a guy, R. Kelly was a guy that every year, almost since I was younger, 
when I was listening, when I went to my grandma's, my grandma Juanita's house, and my aunt Michelle was in her bedroom listening to Aaliyah. When mm-hmm. you Aaliyah. think of when you think yep. of that, and then you think of R. Kelly, and you like the soundtracks, like Space Jam. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And you think about all these movies, like he wrote for Michael Jackson. He had music with Michael Jackson, and you have all these soundtracks in your lifetime as you grow up growing in that era like he has played a part in everybody's life as far as music you know and it's hard to sit here and put a face to the you know the monster mentality that they say he has you know and uh have you been able to mute r kelly me myself (laughs) i listen to him i hate to say that and like Uh, i don't don't want people to be insensitive about it but like i love music music is music i mean if, if i if i'm if i'm like kind of feeling a little sluggish when i'm driving by myself so i put you know ignition on you know get a little you know yeah a little bop <laughs> but i mean i haven't like i haven't seen the documentary but i know my view of him is going to change if i see it yeah and, and my I, no, mine did too and me and missy sat there and we like i said been watched um uh, all five episodes on and, the and i bet it i bet it's more for you because you have a daughter yeah you know oh so my God, dude. i don't i have a son so Man. i know for a fact that hits you is gonna hit, it hits you harder than it will hit me it is different because these girls were so young. Yep. You know? And uh, I just, me, myself, I can't, I mean, I listen to him. I can't help it. I, it, mean, I don't like sep- all his music, but I like. You're like, separating the person from the artist is what well, you I don't even want to think of the person. I just hear music. I don't hear him. Like, yeah, you know, he, there's a lot of music out there that was written by him that people just don't even realize that they listen to every day. They're like, well, mute R. Kelly, because if you mute his music, he makes no money. Yeah. And when he makes no money, he doesn't provide the finance to continue the abuse on these young ladies, you know. Yeah. And my thing is, like, you don't understand. He has money come from, from every anytime you listen to You Are Not Alone by Michael Jackson. He wrote that. Mm. That's his song. Great song. I ain't gonna- <laughs> yeah, that's his song. He wrote that for Michael Jackson. And when you think of Celine Dion, that's his song. Yeah. Because he wrote some for her. B2K, P. Diddy, uh, DJ Khaled, you know, all that stuff. I mean, think about every single track he's ever, you know, he gets money for that. Yeah. Whether it's their other favorite artists or well, I think him. he's going to need it. <laughs> going well, on he's trial, pretty broke. So. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to need everything he gets. Uh, so, I mean, as far as everything, you know, that, that kind of sums up my conversation on what's going on on present day. Um, yeah, definitely. So... Man, we'll see you on the next episode, Ant. Heck yeah. Let's Discuss It podcast on Google uh, Play Music, Apple Podcasts, and it's now on Anchor if you want to listen. Uh, just look up Let's Discuss It with Jay and Ant. I appreciate you listening. Bye. Yep.